The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. He's, gonna, he's introducing his show right now. Stafford to throw, and it's intercepted! The Rams with a takeaway, Tremaine Johnson. And he's going to score! Touchdown, Rams! Corner turkey back inside, 10, 5, right back. Oh, my God. Touchdown, Give the girl at a steep 30, 35, 40, there he goes, 50. At the 30, being chased, they're not going to get him. Touchdown, Todd Gurley. 71 yards, right up the middle. They give it to Gurley, running left, trying to get to the corner, turns the corner, it's a five, dive, it. it's a pylon, he's in. Touchdown, Todd Gurley. That's a fantastic effort, and now it's superhero time for Todd Gurley. Hello Rams fans, this is Rams Showcase brought to you by Arduo Rams Central, the official booster club of the Los Angeles Rams. I am Joe Branham, Los Angeles Rams beat writer on truelovesports.com. I am joined here with a very special guest. We have Lance Big Seed Goldberg with us, the original Melon. How you doing, man? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know, it's a great day. It's a beautiful Wednesday. I live in Colorado, and it's 420, so it was a little interesting today. But, you know, we got around it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was it's yeah, an interesting day. Yeah, I day. forgot about that. Well, it's been a long time. It's another, another lifetime ago for me. Yeah, I can understand so, that. That's, uh, I, I, I personally do not partake, but, you know, I'm in Colorado. It's kind of the atmosphere, so you got you to gotta just roll with the punches, you know? Yeah, I, I can't imagine what it's like to live there. Um, I used to partake, but like I say, that was another lifetime ago, like 19 years or something like that. So That's... anyways, I'm all excited, Joe. I'm glad to do this um, this, this thing, this joint uh, venture with you right now. Um, you know, like most of us here in L.A., we're, we're just so pumped to have the team coming back. And then we're kind of pumped even more with this big, you know, blockbuster trade. Um, only time will tell if this trade is going to be a, a good thing or or a mistake. Yeah, absolutely, and we'll definitely get into that in a little bit. But uh, first of all, I wanted to ask you. So you were the original Melonhead, right? Yes. Yes. Numero um, uno, and that's I how you got the name Big that. Seed, right? Yeah. Well, basically, um, if you want a little history of it, um, I moved here from from Florida. And I was a Ram fan in Florida, and um, I moved here from Florida. Sorry, my little four-year-old daughter wants to be part of the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Understandable. So 
so I moved I moved here from Florida, Joe, many years ago, being a Ram fan. And I was in heaven. I could go to all the games. I could watch all the games on TV. I was just, this, this was awesome to me because I never knew I was going to live in Los Angeles when I was in Florida. And um, my, my recollection of going to the Ram games way back when, in the early, early 80s, was I would jump up and yell and scream and, you know, get all pumped and try to pump up the team. And people would just sort of like look around, like look at me, like what are you doing? Like you know, the people were very reserved. Um, and I truly think that you know, football is a real emotional game, and and crowd noise and energy can really help your team. I mean, look at you know the Seahawks; they even call themselves the 12th man. You know, so <clears throat> excuse me, I've been a little sick. So um, I just thought, like, let me just act a little crazy here and show people, hey, it's okay to be uninhibited, you know, let's, let's, let's not be shy and let's, let's help our team win. So I started doing the Melonhead thing by myself for one year, way up in the top of the stadium, and, um, and I realized, like, man, it looks like fun where the players come in and out of the tunnel, you know, they're high-fiving the, the fans, they're, you know, good, you know, player interaction. So the next season I moved, I got some season seats with a couple buddies and they joined in and we became the melon heads right off the bat. And, um, and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, we might have to get some of these old folks to come out of retirement and, and strike up the band again and start doing it again. Yeah. I can only imagine being like in that time. Like it's when I see pictures and stuff, it's not everybody decked out in team gear. So have somebody out there that's just got like a watermelon on his head. <laughs> just go and say, I can imagine like that definitely gets some attention. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. And being that they were melons or all kinds of jokes with cheerleaders and, you know, you can really run with it. Um, the part we didn't expect Joe was, was you know we were pretty close to the field and again the whole idea was let's show the fans it's okay to look silly and scream and yell let's help the team win it's not it's not a time to be you know a choir boy you know and sit there all proper and mannered this is football you know again it's emotional let's get into it create some energy the part none of us or at least speaking for myself i had no idea i was totally naive that all these cameras on the field would suddenly start turning around and filming us, you know, and, and it turned out that was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun, like getting on TV and all that kind of stuff and in the newspapers, etc. But that was not the purpose at all. The purpose was to pump up the crowd. And in fact, I, I used to tell them, hey, it's not all about looking pretty and putting a melon on your head. It's, it's about screaming and yelling, and if you leave this stadium and you still have a voice, you didn't, you didn't do as well as you, as you could have. So that's really, um, you know, I'm getting pumped up just trying to remember it, but, man, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and, and I look forward to doing it again. And, and being this fan, um, that, is that what led to uh, being, in, being inducted into the Hall of Fans? Yes, um, excuse me, a buddy of mine gave me a, a, an, a, an entry form for this Visa Hall of Fans back in the day, and I filled it out, and the funny thing is, Joe, the Rams were already in St. Louis at the time that, that Visa started doing this NFL Hall of Fans, and even though 
that they were in St. Louis. I guess they were impressed enough with my resume or whatever. So I won for that year with 1999. I won the best Ram fan. You know, they had a winner for each team. And um, luckily for me, that was the year the Rams won the Super Bowl, the 99 season. And, of course, the Super Bowl was in, you know, 2000. But so so um, it was the perfect year to, to represent the Rams and be, you know, called the, the winning Ram fan for that year. So that was that was a whole nother one of many experiences actually from this you know who who thought putting a piece a piece of produce on your head could create so many um fun stories and and opportunities and um it and and that was that was definitely one of the one of the fun parts was was going into the nfl hall of fans um which is actually in the nfl hall of fame so my buddies still joke today. They're like, oh, this guy's in the Hall of Fame, you know, when, when they introduce me to someone. And they always look at me and go, what are you, a kicker? Because I'm not like a kicker guy. They're like, no, it's a produce on my head, you know, and it's, it's, just, a, it's just a fun, you know. Fun, so like the uh, same thing as being a kicker. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fun story. And Oh, the big seed name came just, I don't know, one, one day one of my buddies said, oh, you're like the leader. And I said, well, yeah, I started it. And he's like, well, yeah, you're like the big seed. So that's um, the nickname Big C. That's how that came about. That's the way you're supposed to get a nickname. Is somebody else is supposed to give it to you. So and yeah. it's fitting. Well, that's exactly how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> what a great year, though. A great great timing on getting into the Hall of Fans. It's a shame that they don't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. They have some other kind of fan appreciation or contest, but I'm not sure exactly who, who sponsors it. But I know, like, um, you know, Suspect is in there and, and some other guys. I just, I'm not sure exactly. I haven't followed that Visa Hall of Fam, uh, Hall of Fans thing in a long time. I just remember they, we were all, we were all instructed to say we're in, we're, um, we're honorees. We're not inductees. You know, they had all this legal um, lawyer paperwork, and we had to say that we're, you know, honorees. But I just say I'm in the Hall of Fame. It just makes for a good conversation, you know. That sounds much better. I mean, it's comical to me. Like, you know, I'm in <laughs> NFL Hall of Fame. Technically, it's the Hall of Fans part, but it's in the Hall of Fame. And so um, that was a lot. That was a, one of many, like I said, one of many fun uh, experiences. With uh, with the, the interview that I had last week with Ram Man, he actually is a part of that also. He was inducted, I think it was... Uh in 2004 i believe it was the last year that they did it whatever the last year was and uh he is now the head of an organization i can't remember the exact name of it um i'll post it on after we're done i'll look it up and i'll I'll put it in the the description of the show here if you want to find it it's um pro football fans something along those lines but he actually heads that and they still kind of do the same thing um where they honor a fan from every team every year uh, over the Hall of Fame weekend, so there's something still going on, which is really cool to see. Right, and that's what that's what I was referring to a few moments ago too. But it'd be good to put that out there for all of us Ram fans to so we can all follow, um, you know, the more the more recent guys because you know mine is mine is a ways back. Yeah, and Rayman is a great, great guy. I had him last week, and he is the one that heads it now. Um, at first, he was just a member, and then he became like 
uh, I can't remember. He, he worked his way up the ranks, and now he's just like the the master of it all. So it's it's kind of cool. A uh, really cool organization. They're teamed up with a lot of uh, charities and stuff, uh, especially over the course of that Very weekend. Cool. So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, great he's, guys. He's a big seed in his in his own right, isn't he? Yes, he is. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually, talking to him last week. Uh, he being a Rams fan, there is only two teams that are not represented under this uh, organization. And do you have a guess of what those te- teams are? Well, I'm hoping it's the Niners and the Seahawks. You got half of it. It's the Niners and the Patriots of all teams. He said that, uh, <laughs> that a lot of the Patriots fans, uh, he, he has a hard time finding Patriots fans with enough class to join the organization. Well, then they don't deserve to be in it, do they? That's what I'm saying. And the Niners, uh, yeah. if, if a Rams fan's running it, chances are a Niners not going to make it. So I think that's fair. That's awesome. Yeah, that is very cool. I, I like the organization even more now than I did a few moments ago. <laughs> yes, down with the Niners. That's what it's all about, right? So um, you yeah. live in L.A., is this correct? Yeah. yeah, I live in a part of L.A. called Playa del Rey. L.A. is huge. And um, but yeah, it's basically in in LA. Okay, so so being there, I, I'm in Colorado, like I had mentioned before. So I don't it, the the atmosphere of the Rams being in LA doesn't really hit me. So can you maybe tell me a little bit about what it's like out there? Um, sure, sure. Um, I guess this might help. I didn't realize there were so many Ram fans still here. Um, there's just they're they're everywhere. Um, the buzz. The buzz right now, Joe, for the team coming back to L.A. is is huge. Um, you probably know, but maybe not all the listeners know. You know, if you were interested at all to get um, Ram tickets this year, you had to put down a hundred dollar deposit, which puts you on a list to be allowed to purchase Ram season tickets, and then maybe eventually single game tickets. Um, apparently, they took in fifty six thousand deposits. So. Um, there's a lot of interest. Those are people that, that put money down. Then there's a whole bunch more that are like, oh, I didn't put my money down. Hey, where can I get tickets? So um, the, the buzz right now is just awesome. You know, um, I think the only thing that would kill this Ram buzz is if they came here for a few years and, you know, weren't winning too many games. The, this buzz might wear off. But I, I, I'm expecting, like I always do, I'm expecting them to, to turn the corner. Um, I'm getting a little impatient with that turning the corner thing, but I'm expecting them to turn the corner, you know, because um, this new this new start, this new fresh start, has got to be a good thing. It's got to be, you know, a break away from just mediocrity. You know what I mean? I, th- I hope that's kind of the feeling also in the locker room is. You know, I don't want to. I'm not going to down St. Louis at all. Uh, that was a big part of the team's history. I've never lived in St. Louis or anything, so I can't say anything bad. But uh, I, I'm really hoping that the change of scenery really kind of revitalizes the team a little bit. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. Is hopefully just you know something new will help this team get over that edge. We, we've been almost 500 for so long, and <laughs> we need to. I want that I eighth win almost, really bad, but I really want the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I think it's true. You've seen it a lot in sports. You know, I know you're a young guy, but I'm older than you, and, and I've seen a lot in sports. You know, a change of scenery is just a fresh start, and, and you know, uh, players and teams can, can definitely um, improve with just a, a simple thing as a change of scenery, you know. 
speaking of almost 500, I looked that up the other day in the dictionary and I saw Jeff Fisher's picture. I hope, um, <laughs> I hope, I hope he can, uh, you know, um, do some more impressive things besides longevity. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm a diehard Ram fan. But my my opinion, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion, is my opinion is being such a loyal fan. You know, I expect I expect something in return. You know, and and you know, almost 500 isn't really any uh, a fair a fair trade for the amount of passion and energy and time that I I put into the Rams. You know, so I know a lot of people on Facebook you know, say things like, oh, you know, you know, have this opinion of, you know, you can't be negative. You're a Ram fan. You don't care if they don't win any games. But I think the opposite. I think the more passionate you are about any team, the more it hurts when you lose. You know, it's hurtful when the Rams lose. You know, I get all excited and I get all pumped up. And then if they lose, it's it takes, like, the, the air out of my sail, you know. So so I, I think if, at least for me, the more passionate I am for, for the Rams, and that's basically my only team, by the way. I, I, I like all sports, but I don't have any other favorite team, Joe. It's just the Rams. I don't have any favorite teams in any sports. It's just I have one team. And um, and it hurts when they lose, you know. So I'm not trying to diss the Rams at all. I'm just being honest. that It's hurtful, and, and I really i am tired of I'm tired of being disappointed. I want to win, you know. I want their team to win, and... You know, winning is way more fun than losing. You have for little kids true. playing t-ball, you know, that the ones that win have more fun than the ones that lose, you know? Well, yeah, and, and I so, saw this this stat the other day saying that the Rams over the last three years have won 20 games. Meanwhile, in those same three years, Jeff Fisher has made $21 million. He's made more millions of dollars then he's won games as the Rams coach. And no no coach would stick around in any other situation for this long not being able to get a team to the playoffs. And so it's all kind of weird. I had my uh, my thoughts on why Jeff Fisher is still around. And uh, uh, if you want that, it's uh, that, that Jeff Fisher was the only available person that had experience with a relocation, moving the Oilers to Tennessee to become the Titans. And I think that Stan Kroenke wanted that for the players' sake. He had experience in handling the players in that situation. So I may be wrong. I might be way off, but that was my thought. Well, I'll tell you, that's a very good theory. I always just thought it was that Stan and Jeff both loved each other's mustaches. So yours is is much more, um, you know, a logical choice Um, because I didn't get it either, like how a coach can stay um, as a coach in the NFL without producing, you know, more wins. But there is that mustache thing going on. you got to admit, there's, there might be some there. Maybe I need to go back my mustache. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, well. I can do it. It only takes me like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah I, look, I look at my old pictures, um, including of when I went into that call of Hall of Fans thing, Visa Hall of Fans. I'm looking at the picture right now, and and I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I had some funny looking mustache myself. You know, maybe we I all go through phases. Might be, I might be more successful than I am. Who knows? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. You have to get it back. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but no, I do think that's a good point. I mean, you know, that I've, I've heard that theory about um, 
Jeff Fisher, you know, being familiar with with um, you know, obviously moving moving a team from from one city to another. I just thought like, ah, that can't be the reason. But you know, maybe maybe that's more more important than than I realized. I mean, I don't want that to be the reason just because that kind of seems absurd, you know, especially when you look at the, the names that have been up uh, for head coaching positions in this time, you know, Larry Smith being one, uh, you know, like names like this that pop up and you're like, oh man, that, that guy's got to be a great coach. And people have, I don't want to down Fisher, you know, that's, that's the last thing I want to do, but people have this idea about Jeff Fisher that he's some, you know, just God coach. And I think he's got, I want to say it's like six winning seasons over his 21-year career. And, you know, I, I respect the guy. He, he definitely gets the team fired up, but the production isn't quite there for me to just, like, have his back 100%. So, you know, it's I, I have his back. I, I have all the Rams' backs. You know, when Kellen Clemens was throwing the football, I had I, – I was saying give him hell with Kel just like everybody else. But the second he's gone, it's like, oh, man, thank God. That guy was terrible. So <laughs> – Right, right, yeah, so, yeah. So we'll see. Well, that's kind of how sports works. I mean – I don't want to bag on Jeff Fisher either because who really knows what it's like to be in the locker room and, you know, it's just easy to blame the head coach because who else can you blame at every single player, you know? so Well, especially with a team that's young. Yeah, and and so, you know, maybe he's doing his best and and it's really the players that aren't producing. I don't know. I just, um, I'm going to give him another chance for sure. I'm, I'm all pro Fisher right now, but I, I hear I hear you, Joe. It's like, you know, you get frustrated. You know, you just want to win. That's all it comes down to is you, me, and every other Ram fan out there. We want to win, you know. And and when we, and then when the losing gets to be too too much, you know, we want to blame someone. That's human nature. You want to point the finger at someone, and and if you're the head coach, you're going to get, you know, probably more criticism than you deserve, and you probably will get you know, um, more praise than you deserve when the team wins, you know? Yeah, and that's um, fair. I, I, Like I said, I'm 24. The last time I watched the Rams play in a playoff game, I was 13. So it's been hard. Yeah, yeah no. Long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's, it's frustrating, but, um, but at the same time, every year is a new start, you know. And um, this year in particular, like we talked about with the new – the, the, the new city, and not only a new city, but their old city. I mean, what are the chances of that? A team moves away and then comes back, you know, 21 years later or 22 years later, whatever it is, and comes back to where they used to be? That's that's kind of exciting in itself. Yeah, absolutely it is. So uh, I want to move on here. Uh, you, As you may know, um, this show, Ram Showcase, is sponsored by RWO Ram Central. And I understand that you're a member. Not only are you a member, you're an honorary member. That is a big deal, all right? So uh, w- how did that happen? How, how were you? How did you fall into being an honorary member of RWO Ram Central? Well, the two guys, let me first say, the two guys, at least two of the main guys, um, are Suspect, Michael Martinez, Suspect Moreno, those guys are so dedicated, Joe. I mean, they put in a lot of time and energy. I, I can just see by from the outside how much effort and energy and passion they put into this organization. So um, you have to applaud them. They just really, you know, they do a great job. Um, I, as far as me being a member, 
I was honored. You know, that the word honorary member, I was honored. I mean, they selected me um, just based on, on what I used to do at Ram Games, and, um, and they gave me an honorary membership, sent me a card pretty recently, and, and I feel honored. You know, it's the perfect name on the card. It says honorary member. I am honored. You know, it's just it's awesome. I'm, 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 I feel very fortunate to be part of this, this huge um, Ram Booster Club. Yeah, definitely a bunch of great guys. I can't wait to meet them in person. Uh, I've got different plans uh, to meet these guys. I can't. I can't wait to get out to LA one of these days. I'll be able to meet so many fans that I've known for years and talk to on a regular basis, <laughs> but I've never met in person. I'm really excited right. for that. Uh, I can't wait for those tailgates. They said there's a huge party going on, and I can't wait to be a part of that. And yeah. uh, I'm also thinking I might have to just make the trip up to to Canton next year. For the Hall of Fame and meet more people, more Rams guys. You know, Ram Man from from last week and those guys. I just can't wait. And these are just like you said, some great guys. The dedication is clear. I mean, I oh, most awesome. people only know them by their nicknames, and that's amazing to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of the Hall of Fame, um, you know, Kevin Green. I have a hat, Joe, that I let. You know, all, all a lot of us Ram fans have all kinds of you know, memorabilia and autographs and things. I have one hat that I let only two Ram players sign, Jack Youngblood and Kevin Green. And, and I have a bunch of other autographs and other things, but that hat is like, those are like my serious, serious, serious Ram players. And Kevin Green, um, as you know, is going to go into the Hall of Fame. So this, if there's ever a time to go, be at least for me, to see Kevin Green, that, that guy... That guy's so crazy, Joe. He wore a melon on his head after the game, two separate occasions. He came over to us. I can't remember. One of my buddies gave him the melon. He put it on his head as he held his helmet in one arm. He put the, the, the uh, melon head on his head and ran into the tunnel yelling two separate times. And I always used to say, like, anyone could put a melon on their head once. You know who who can't do that? <laughs> but if you if you really want to be called a melon head, you have to do it at least twice. So That's Kevin fair. Green is an official melon head. That guy is just awesome. I mean, he he played with such a passion. I mean, I saw it up close and personal. His passion was what goes back to where it started earlier about how the fans were all kind of reserved when I witnessed the Ram fans my first time in, in person. Kevin Green is the opposite. He's because a lot of players would look at us like, "What's up with you guys? Why are you wearing a watermelon on your head? You look like clowns." Kevin Green would come over and yell at us, like, "Look at the eye and scream!" And we would look him in the eye and scream back and tell him to kick some, you know what? And um, and that's how he he'd go onto the field, you know. And I love that guy, man. That guy's awesome. So, would you say that that's your favorite piece of memorabilia? Um. I don't know. I've got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I mean that's one of them. That's one of them. I've got a ball that's signed by the fearsome foursome by all four of them. That's wow, pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I've got a lot of stuff. I've got a jacket that Coach Wayne Severe took off. He's passed away since then, but he was the Rams' special teams coach, and it was the last game in Anaheim. I guess that was 1994. <laughs> Excuse me. After the game was over, he came over and he and he pointed at, right at me 
and he said, he goes, and I've got a ton of Ram, you know, wristbands and gloves and towels and all kinds of stuff. But I was on a mission, Joe, that last game. I really wanted a Ram helmet badly um, from one of the players, which I still did not get and still have not gotten. But after all the players were gone, Coach Severe's walking past, and he comes over and he goes, I love what you guys do. You guys are awesome. And so he starts walking to the tunnel. I said, yeah, if you love us so much, why don't you go in the locker room and come back and bring me a helmet? And so the guy stops, takes his coach's jacket, turns around and comes back, and he, and he hands it right to me. And all everybody around is like, me, me. He's like, no, 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 it's for you. And he points to me, and I'm like, I just like was like, again, like so honored. And the guy gives me his coach's jacket that he cannot buy. And that, wow. And, um, and, and that, was, that was another one of many awesome stories. I mean, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> I'm pretty fortunate. Um, again, who knew being a piece of produce on your head would, would create so much fun? Um, but that was, that was very special. The guy just gives me coach's jacket and says, you know, you're awesome. Um, and I said, no, you're awesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is an incredible so, um, story. Yeah, that was a I'm sure you've one. got plenty. I'll just give you one. Yeah, I'll just give you one more quick one. The last, when um, when the Rams did move, I was fortunate enough that John Shaw at the time was, was the Rams president. He, he actually gave me a round-trip plane ticket and 10 game tickets and a hotel suite in St. Louis. So I got to go to the first game in St. Louis free and and had a hotel free and even free airfare. And that was, again, I was like, wow, you got, I couldn't believe, like, they appreciated my effort so much to do that. I was just, I was blown away. I couldn't believe they, you know, who does that? You know, but I guess um, they saw that I was pretty passionate when I was screaming and yelling at everyone right there, you know, by the Ram Tunnel. Wow. Who would have thought at the beginning of yeah. that? Yeah, I know. That was awesome. All right, so... I get so, excited. Uh... You could tell reminiscing these stories you know but um <laughs> yeah, but i'm a little i'm a little older you know um it was it was um you know i had a little more energy then but i'm sure once the team that all that energy will just come back you know yeah absolutely so uh speaking of the rams coming back uh the rams clearly just made a big move and we're gonna get your thoughts on this uh with the the rams owning the number one overall draft pick but first we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. We'll come back. I can't wait to hear your answer of who you want with this number one pick. So we'll be right back in about a minute, and you'll get to hear what the big seed wants. Right. <laughs> Attention, Rams fans. This is your chance to get closer to the team you love, the Los Angeles Rams. RWO Rams Central is the biggest and longest-running booster club in the nation. RWO Rams Central is the official booster club of the LA Rams and is definitely where you need to be. Be around fans as crazy about the Rams as you are, with membership fees starting at just $25 for yourself or $35 for the family. This is the price for the whole year, so there's really no reason not to join. Go to RWORAMCENTRAL.COM to sign up today and join the wave of fans celebrating the team's return home. Again, that's RWORAMCENTRAL.COM. Tell them True Love Sports Center. All right, welcome back. Uh, we had mentioned before the break that the Rams 
I mean, we all know about it. The Rams made a big move with the, with the Tennessee Titans owning now the number one overall pick in the 2016 draft. Since then, we've seen some other moves, such as the Eagles coming in right behind the Rams at number two, trading with Cleveland earlier today. But this isn't an Eagles show. This is a Rams show, and that's what it's all about. So we're going to talk about this move, and it's, it's clear. It, it seems clear. I've seen crazier things happen, but it seems clear that the Rams are going to choose between North Dakota State quarterback Carson Wentz or Cal quarterback Jared Goff. So, with the big seed here, we gotta—I gotta ask you, man, who do you want and why? Well, I personally want, and I—I I will admit, I am not the biggest college football junkie, so I don't watch college football nearly like I watch the pros but in the research that I've done since this big trade and all the things that I've been watching closely on on all sorts of sports channels I'll tell you I, I want Carson Wentz and the reason is I've been dying Joe begging for a mobile quarterback forever I mean to me it's it's so obvious that when you know, a football game is what the few key plays in most in most football games, you know, except for blowouts. There's a few key plays here and there that, um, that, that typically, you know, lead to one team winning and one team losing. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I just can't stand it when the Rams play good defense, it's third down, and the opponent, uh, the play breaks down for the opponent, and Rams are on defense, and the, the quarterback runs for a first down and keeps the drive alive. Those are just absolute killers. Not only to keep the drive, they, they just demoralize you. And obviously they keep the drive alive, which is pretty important since you're trying to score points on offense. And um, so I've been loving, I've been dying to have a, a mobile quarterback. That and also Jared Goff just looks so damn skinny when I see him. He just looks like like a skinny Mark Bolger, and um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's pretty. pretty I've not apparent. heard that. That is absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty apparent that you know quarterbacks take hits, and 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 they have to be able to you know take a hit, and um, I just think. If you just look at the two, one guy, Carson Wentz, looks like he can not only take a hit, but he can dish out a hit. And the other guy just looks, you know, so skinny. But, but the mobility alone, to me, it's to, to make it real simple, this. If it's close between the two quarterbacks, I want the guy that can run. Simple as that. But I think you have a different opinion, don't you? I, I do have a different opinion. Um, first of all, though, before I get into that, I want to say that... I think Carson Wentz or Jared Goff, no matter who it is, is an improvement at the position of what is currently on the Rams roster. Uh, we obviously know that Nick Foles is not the answer. Unfortunately, the Rams decided to extend his contract without him playing a Rams game, and then he came oh. in and played Rams games poorly. Uh, Case Keenum came in and did what he needed to, which was limit turnovers, but I think he threw for over 200 yards in a game one time, I believe, uh, in those wins. It was a, it was give the ball to Gurley and play defense, and that's how the Rams were able to win that. But in those close games when the Rams needed, you know, I, I'll, I'll note the, uh, the, the game against the Baltimore Ravens, when the Rams needed to move the ball down, they needed their quarterback to play well, 
I mean, he fumbled all. He turned it over. So, uh, obviously, not a good choice. So, I do think either player is an improvement. What I see in Carson Wentz that makes me want Jared Goff more is Carson Wentz's decision-making. I feel like he's really slow. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into the level of the level of competition he was going against, but he hesitates on throws. It was there'd be like a wide open guy on a slant, and he would kind of you know wait a second and then pull the trigger, and that kind of worries me because sure it's you know his receiver, everybody they're all on the same level of competition, but those windows don't stay open as long in college or in the NFL than they do in college. Those windows close up real quick. When you see an open guy, you need to get it to him right then, right there. And and when you look at an open guy in college compared to an open, in quotations, guy in the NFL, that looks very different. So I have some worries about Carson Wentz and being able to find that, that guy, the open guy. As far as Jared Goff, uh, the, what I like about him is that he's not so flashy. Uh, he's a guy that's going to get you the first down, and he's going to keep the keep the chains moving, and that's definitely what the Rams need right now. That is that plays perfectly into Jeff Fisher's philosophy of football: is work the ball down, run it, convert third downs, play great defense. That's what needs to happen, and I think from that aspect, Jared Goff is the good fit here. Uh, he's really accurate. He's used to throwing those short, intermediate throws. And something that I like about Goff is he makes a decision, goes with it, just throws it. And that's perfect, and that's just what we need. Uh, The Rams were the least sacked team in the NFL last year, only giving up 17 sacks all year, which is amazing. But if you have a quarterback that's hesitating, that's going to change. Right, right. Well, we'll see. Only time will tell. You know, this is a debatable topic. It's Every time I put on sports radio when I'm driving um, in the car, it's this is a topic these days here in, in L.A. You know, it's very exciting. And obviously only time will tell, Joe, um, wh- who, who's, who's going to turn out to be the better choice. You know, it's going to take several years. You can't even tell after one year. Yeah, absolutely. We can't even tell between Mariota and Winston right now. And, you know, one thing that I hear about Mariota, or not not Mariota, well, kind of, uh, about Jared Goff is that he doesn't take snaps under center. He He threw two passes last year when taking a snap from center. But if you look at Marcus Mariota, his last year of college took zero snaps from center that ended up being pass plays. So that doesn't really concern me too much. That doesn't, to me, the style of offense does not determine the success of the player. Um, obviously, Mariota right. had a great season. So, right. Yeah. No. Every situation is different, and and again, I mean, um, if they pick Goff, I'm obviously going to be a Goff fan. Um, but but. You know, you asked me who I like, and I just, I have been crying for a mobile quarterback for years. And the mobile quarterback, you don't even have to run, but just to buy time, athletic quarterbacks, my God, a playmaker. This is the guy who has the ball in his hands more than anyone on the team. And the playmaking quarterback, someone that takes a play that doesn't work and scrambles around for a couple seconds, finds an open guy, 
that those plays are invaluable. And um, I just, it's been forever. When did the Rams last have an athletic quarterback? It's been a, quite a long time. That's you a know, great question. That Probably Kellen Clemson yeah. most recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an athletic quarterback that's pretty good. Let's go there. Oh, yeah. So, no, um, never. <laughs> so, so um, that's, that's kind of, but again, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm no expert um, on college football. And even if I were, it's still a, an educated guess, isn't it? It's, it's, we'll, we'll see. You know, um, I'm kind of nervous about it already because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of talk for each of them. It's it's they're definitely keeping it suspenseful. They're not tipping their hand. That's for sure. The Rams. That's definitely true. What the good news is, though, is I mean these the guys' names, Wentz and Goff. There's some gold fantasy football team names with either of these guys, and that's really what's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just was thinking fantasy football when you were talking about um, Case Keenum with a once in a blue moon 200 yards. I was thinking that's not a fantasy quarterback, is it? Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that's true. That's true. And so I, we'll I guess some... Hecker, Hecker had a, had a good um, I don't know a tweet or something recently. He went he went to the uh, course to hit some golf balls. You know he he's already you know joking about the two different names <laughs> it's perfect so, um, and that's what's important uh, the most important thing of football yeah, yeah. everybody knows this is your fantasy football team name last year i had just early <laughs> things but i will never oh, in my life funny. have something as good as medulla amandola that was my all-time best one i'll never get anything better than that what was it again say it again please M- medulla amandola Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. Well, I partner up with a guy named Steve Goldstein, and my name is, is Lance Goldberg. And um, we, we one year were called Two Live Jews, and we won. <laughs> and then, and then um, we're, we're now called Going for Gold, because, again, both our names begin with gold. And we won again with that one. We're, we're pretty lucky. I don't know if it's luck or skill, but we're, um, we're a team to be reckoned with. I'm just kidding. There's a lot of luck in fantasy football, but um, we're pretty fortunate. But, the um, best one I have so far with, with Rams additions is uh, with Quinton Copels, and uh, uh-huh. it's the team name is Copels Therapy. So there's oh, some there's an idea yeah. for you. Yeah, I mean as fun as the fantasy football is, and, and you know why I did the fantasy football? Because I was tired of of being out of the playoff hunt just being Ram fan, going back to what we were talking about earlier with, you know, expecting more. The only reason I did, if, if the Rams were in the playoffs every year, I can tell you this, I wouldn't even need fantasy football because that would be enough for me. But it was too many years where, you know, by the midpoint of the season, I was, I was wishing we could start the season over or waiting for next year, a fresh start, you know, because um, <laughs> it's frustrating when you're not, you know, when you're not winning and when you're not, you don't have a chance to, to, to be the champion. You know, it's bizarre. All of us football fans are, are fanatic fans. You know, it's pretty bizarre if you think about it because your ultimate goal as a fan is to win the championship. Anything anything else is, is not so fun. And, you know, if there's 32 teams, obviously you're not going to win every year. You know, the odds are you're going to win every 32 years. And... Um, it baffles me how 
how myself included put so much energy into into a team and you know trust me i used to when the rams used to lose i'm a bit more mature now just by age but man when the rams used to lose back in the days it's like don't even talk to me because i am miserable you know and and it's 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 crazy how how fanatical i guess that's the name ram fan or football fan um how crazy that is to put so much energy into you know if you win you're happy and if you lose it's going to ruin your day but that's that's what some of us do. like you can't help it i wish i could explain it but i know i know that my ex-girlfriend would definitely would have liked to have an answer on that question (laughs) (laughs) i i forgot i have a question for you all right a fan question here um from paul he wants to know uh, if the idea is to start the first overall pick immediately or use a combination of Case Keenum and Nick Foles for one year, possibly longer? That's a good question. I think in today's football, though, when especially if you're the number one pick, let alone a, a high first-round pick, the fans are very impatient. You know, you've heard it said the most popular guy on the team is the backup quarterback. So I, I could maybe see a couple of games that this rookie doesn't start at most, but I think I, I, a whole season, that's, that's way too long in, in today's football, in my opinion. I, I agree with you. Um, I, today, in today's NFL, if you take a guy in the first round, no matter where that be, uh, even into the 20s, like we saw with the Denver Broncos and Tim Tebow, if he's not starting and your back and your starting quarterback throws an interception, your fans want that rookie in the game. And so I oh, think absolutely. from the fan perspective, uh, if you take a guy, especially first overall, that guy's your day one starter. He's it's trial by fire at that point. You don't have you don't have the leniency to let that guy sit behind behind anybody. It, I mean, especially right, right. when the the guys that he'd be sitting behind uh-huh. are named Case Keenum and Nick Foles. So right. I think. No, I agree. I mean, obviously they they have to just not look ridiculous at practice. If they're anything close to the current um, starter, they they need to get in there and get some game experience. I agree with you 100. percent That's the best way to learn, you know. Best way to learn. All yeah. right, before before we wrap it up here, I want you to give me your expectations for this year, the next few years maybe. Um, what do you expect this team to be able to put out on the field? I expect at least 10 wins and winning the division and um, obviously going into the playoffs. I would settle for a wild card because we have such a tough division, but I expect at least 10 wins and playoffs, realistically. Um, I want to you know, have a fantasy expectation of winning the Super Bowl, but man, that would be nice, wouldn't it? That definitely would be nice. Um, Paul has another question. Paul's been very interactive tonight, so thank you, Paul. All right, Paul. Good, Paul. Um, he, he says, what are, well, first of all, you, he said the goals, and you kind of mentioned that, but uh, what should what should we expect for a record standpoint? And are playoffs a legitimate possibility, was his words. Yeah, I think so. I think so, and again, I, I think 10 wins is a good, a good standard to, to, to um, not only hope for, but to expect. 
you know. I mean, you need to set the bar. I don't think that's setting the bar too high either. I, I expect them to win 10 games and absolutely make the playoffs, you know. Um, if they have the threat of any kind of passing attack to go along with their running game, which obviously those help each other, I mean, the running game will be that much stronger if there's a threat of, of a passing attack. And then obviously the defense and special teams, I don't see why we can't win 10 games. You know, I, I, don't, I don't see why not. The trick is to get some consistency out of this Rams team. It's amazing how this Rams team can play the really good teams in our division head-to-head. They're just as good as Seattle. They could play 10 times, and they're going to split with them every time. But then when they play the weaker opponents, they're very inconsistent. Even the great defense can be very inconsistent. So that's, again, where you watch as a Ram and wonder, and that's, that's why who else you point to? What's up with the coach? You know, how, how does this happen? You know, how, can you, how can you go head-to-head with Seattle every single time you play them, but then, you know, you, you, you win a third of your games on, on just average teams? against average teams. It's, it's a little baffling and disappointing. So I'm expecting that whole change of scenery thing to to um, counter that. And, um, and I'm expecting them to win, you know, more than half their games against the lesser opponents and at the same time win more than half their games against the good teams. And thus, 10-6 and six is, is what I'm, what I'm pushing for. Well, if you look at the Rams' record this last year, sitting at seven and nine, you got games against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which ended seven to twelve. You have game a uh, game against the Baltimore Ravens that ended, I think it was three points, uh, three points that the Rams lost by. You have the San Francisco 49ers week seventeen that the was lost in overtime. You have the Minnesota Vikings that the Rams lost against in overtime. So you take just those four games, and with the ability to finish off a game with a legitimate quarterback who, in any of these situations, the Rams had a chance to move the football down the field and, you know, go for points, and the quarterback wasn't able to get it done. So that's four losses that you can attribute to the Rams not having a legitimate quarterback. You add those four losses onto the seven wins, obviously the Rams are sitting at a very nice record and easily into the playoffs. So I think this move, uh, trading for the number one overall pick, was absolutely the best move for this team. Les Snead said it the best, that this team, they've loaded up on draft picks for the past few years. They have the talent. The talent is on the roster. Loaded roster. They just need a few more pieces. One of those obviously being quarterback, so that's why they made their move. It just happens to be that this is their first year in L.A., and they are stealing, stealing the headlines of the entire NFL with the move. They're on hard knocks, number one overall pick. This team is in the news, and that's perfect right now because this team has been on the verge for a long time, and I think if, you know, I'm not going to say that whoever the Rams drafted quarterback is going to be the next star, but if they can make the right decision at quarterback next Thursday, it's just eight days away, if the Rams can make the right decision at quarterback the first year in L.A., it, it's going to be a playoff year. It's going to be a great year for the Rams, and I cannot wait for that. 
Man, I you should do the pregame speech before game one, Joe, because you're getting me fired up. I'm I'm ready to to grab a helmet. If I can't find, I'm going to grab a watermelon and put it on my head and run down the tunnel, dude. Because because I agree with what you said 100. percent And um and and it's just I hope other Ram fans are getting as excited as me because you know it, it makes sense. And um and it's so true. Back to what we were talking about earlier. There's just a few plays here and there, and obviously down that stretch of the game and you just have that feeling like if we could just get a few first downs we could win this game but the Rams typically would go three and out because they didn't have any good quarterback play or, or not enough good quarterback play in, in recent years and um, and I agree with you 100% you know um, so let's let's both hope that um, either one of these guys is going to be good enough um, to, to make a difference and um, turn some of those close losses into wins. Absolutely. Um, so I, I know that you had, I, I could hear you uh, during the commercial break, uh, speaking with somebody, and so I know you have oh, something. Oh, my daughter. And, but yeah. before I, I, we do that, um, Suspect has wanted me to tell you that uh, he is looking forward to walking into the Coliseum <laughs> with you, oh, repping the Rams the only way you guys know how, which is big time. So he wanted me to oh, tell you. Awesome. Well, listen to this. Listen to my four-year-old daughter wants to say something, too, real quick. Joe, listen to this. <laughs> that's, that's the single best thing I've ever had. Yep. That's the best thing I've ever had on this show. I'm sorry? That's the best thing I've ever had on this show. Oh, really? <laughs> that is great. I don't know what that pause was for. She's been looking forward to this for the last hour. But um, hopefully you could hear what she said. Go Rams and let's do it. That's, that already is so had a cool. Melon. She's already had a watermelon on her head, um, Joe, when we went to the Rams rally. She's been christened. Back in January. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, she's, she's already a little melon head, isn't she? Well, she's got to <laughs> do it one more time to make her official, like Kevin Green. So, um, yeah, it's been really great talking to you, Joe. Um, I, I look forward to having you come visit too. You know, we could definitely, um, you know, we could definitely have fun. You know, making a big ram party. And I appreciate what Suspect said that you relayed a moment ago. Yeah, we're all getting fired up. You know, this is just awesome. It's, and again, the whole RWO, the whole Booster Club, man. It's there's a lot of Ram fans here. Way more than I even remember. You know, it's really mind blowing. It's really getting awesome. exciting. That's that's for sure. We got the draft coming up. Uh, obviously, very exciting time for the Rams, owning the number one overall pick. Uh, then we got, you know, with the the players were reported yesterday or Monday. So, you know, we're getting there. We're getting closer and closer. I know it's only April, and we got to wait till August, but we are getting there. But I do want to thank you so much for taking time. I know busy schedules are they they play us right now so i want to appreciate i want to say thank you i really appreciate you taking time to uh talk with me today well i appreciate it it's been a pleasure joe and i appreciate your passion and and all that you're doing to help um you you know bond us ram fans together with information and knowledge you sound extremely knowledgeable for someone your age and i really look forward to meeting you in person and like i said it's been a pleasure Yeah, thank you so much, man, again. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Again, this is Ram Showcase brought to you 
by RWO Ram Central. RWORamCentral.com is where you need to check out. Get that membership. Be a part of the biggest, the biggest booster club you can find. Come on now. It's the official booster club of the LA Rams. What more could you ask for? These guys are great. You definitely will want to party with these guys. I know I do. So, uh, again, I am Joe Branham, Sheriff Joe Bags, as they call me. You can find me on Twitter at TrueNFLJoe. That's T-R-U-N-F-L-Joe. Uh, you can also add me on Facebook. You can uh, search Joe Branham. If you're looking at this on your screen, if you're hearing me, then just look at your screen. You can see how to spell my name. You can find me there. I'm wearing an Eric Dickerson jersey in my profile picture. It's easy to find me. And make sure to like the Los Angeles Rams uh, True Love Sports Facebook page. That's where I do most of my updating. And then, of course, Ram Showcase every Wednesday, 9 p.m., Eastern time and uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. I'm in mountain time, so it's hard for me. It's 7 for me. I don't know. <laughs> so right, thank right. you all for... 6 p.m. Ram for... time. What's that? 6 p.m. Ram time. Ram time. That is true. You know, for a long time, I lived off central time. That was kind of my, my go-to. It was <laughs> so I got to switch it. It's all two hours off now. So um, thank you all for listening. You guys have a fantastic night. Lance, thank you again for joining me tonight. My pleasure. Thank you, too, Joe, very much. I really appreciate it. All right, you have a good night. All right, talk to you later. Attention, Rams fans. This is your chance to get closer to the team you love, the Los Angeles Rams. RWO Rams Central is the biggest and longest-running booster club in the nation. RWO Rams Central is the official booster club of the LA Rams and is definitely where you need to be. Be around fans as crazy about the Rams as you are, with membership fees starting at just $25 for yourself or $35 for the family. This is the price for the whole year, so there's really no reason not to join. Go to RWORamCentral.com to sign up today and join the wave of fans celebrating the team's return home. Again, that's RWORamCentral.com. Tell them True Love Sports Central. Are you tired of your favorite teams not getting the proper recognition and coverage? Are you sick of seeing people who aren't fans of your favorite team give their opinions? Join the True Love Sports team today and be the coverage you're looking for. TrueLoveSports.com is one of the fastest growing sports websites on the internet. And now is your chance to join the movement. Apply at TrueLoveSports.com. That's T-R-U-L-U-V Sports.com. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.